Welcome to season four of the Invest Your Best podcast with Allie Kay. Come along as I casually explore what it takes to live your best life mentally and physically by focusing on the things you can control, your thinking and actions. Come and listen as I have open, real, and honest conversations about what it takes to step into action to live your best life. It's time to invest your best. Hey guys, it's Ali Kay. Welcome to the Invest Your Best podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It is almost Christmas time. I can't believe how fast time is going and it's almost 2022. But on this episode, I asked you guys four questions. So I'm answering those questions. I have a variety of questions from how do I start moving my body to do I really need to join a gym all the way to what I eat in a day? So there's a variety of questions. I'm going to try to answer the majority of them. So stick around. I talked a lot about summer break this past summer because I feel like when the kids are home from school and, you know, there's vacations and all that, we lose our structure and that's typically the time that we all fall off track or, you know, we just really aren't taking advantage of living our best lives. And I feel like that's kind of what happens over Christmas break too. And during this time, as I was talking about the last episode where, you know, there's only two weeks left in 2021. So we kind of just are like, all right, it's good. We'll just wait until 2022. And especially having your kids home, which I am like getting the first dose of it. Today's my kids um, first day off from school. And it's just been like, okay, the next 11 days, We need to get a restructure, a routine going because it can't be like today. I'm talking my kids destroyed the house. My youngest was like outside on his bike while I was sending emails, had no idea. They ate donuts and like smeared everything on the walls. Like I was still working at my computer computer for like 30 minutes and I swear my house was like a disaster and they're just like wild animals. So it's kind of like, yeah, we need to get our lives together the next 11 days during break and keep that structure and routine going because otherwise I'm going to lose it. Um, So if you are a mom listening, just keep that in mind. It's my advice because I feel like my kids got out a little earlier than the norm. So if you're listening to this tomorrow and it's Friday, just keep that in mind, get some structure in your life so you don't lose your mind the next, you know, two weeks with your kids home. But all right. So I asked you guys to ask me some questions and we're going to get to them. 
All right. The first question comes from Jordan underscore P. She's from Instagram. She asks, what are your must-haves for starting a fitness journey? Foods, proteins, workout clothes, etc." So my number one must-have is just having that right mindset, you know, telling yourself you can do it, giving yourself grace, not setting yourself up with failure. Like if you've never moved your body and all of a sudden you're going to say, okay, tomorrow we're going to start running two miles. Like that's not really realistic, you know, have that mentality where you're just going to start prioritizing gosh i cannot speak today sorry prioritizing your mental and physical health and it's going to be fun and it's going to be a journey so number one thing is the right mindset i will say i don't really have favorite workout clothes i love the way lululemons fit i feel like they're flattering but I really don't like working out in them. Is that weird? I don't know. I I like to sweat. I work out hard. I run. So I feel like I really don't like to invest in like high-end workout clothes because I, I don't know, like I sweat a lot and sometimes I just need to like throw out that pair of leggings because I can't get the smell out. All right, this might be t- TMI, but I don't know. Like I buy Target brands. I like the Amazon brands. I really, I'm not like a high-end workout clothes gal unless it, you know, just has to do with like a photo or something or like leisure wear. But I will say if you're just going to start walking or running, definitely running shoes are a must, even if you're not to the phase of running yet, they make such a difference. And running shoes are expensive i will say they're not like your 60 dollar pair of sneakers they run over a hundred dollars but it's an investment and i think it's definitely worth it if you're someone who starts walking and you're having like um shin splints and you know you're in pain and stuff it typically has to do with your shoe so i really recommend going to your local running shoe getting on the treadmill running they'll evaluate your gait and they'll fit you for the best running shoe um there's a lot of great brands out there And then as far as proteins, my favorite protein is Organifi, the plant-based shake. I really, part of my journey was starting my day off with a plant-based shake. I love Organifi. Um, So that, but again, like these aren't like must-haves. These are just kind of like my favorite. I'll just say the must-have is like the right mindset, but you don't need to have the perfect workout clothes or the perfect products in order to start your journey. Go ahead and start. But I will say, Next in line to the right mindset is the right shoes. So go get fitted for good quality shoes. This is a good question. So I'm sorry if I pronounce your name wrong, but Karen Mel underscore with underscore style asks, I always thought eating more was bad. How can I change that mindset? You're not alone with this. I struggle with this too, especially if you're someone who starts working out more you're running like your body needs that fuel it needs that energy so my thing is rather than focusing on like oh i need to eat more like think of it as you need like more nutritious food like you need more protein you know really focusing on those like good quality foods like if you're eating a lot of chicken a lot of protein and you know that's that's good that's just more fuel so i think just like shifting that mentality to understanding that your body really does need 
those nutrients and the protein and, you know, all the energy it gets from food in order to, you know, go about your workouts or go about your day. So I think like shifting that mindset, which is hard, like I struggle with this. This isn't like something overnight, but viewing food as fuel and then really understanding that when you are eating more of like processed food, like yesterday. So there's this local bakery in Lakeland. It is amazing. It's called Born and Bread. They typically are only opened like once a week, but they started carrying their favorite or their famous like um, croissants in the grocery store, the local grocery store. And I was like starved and I saw these and like my eyes just like were bigger than my stomach. And I I ate both of those croissants. You know, they were so good. And I usually don't do that. But after I recognized, like, I was so tired after I ate them. Like, I was sluggish. I just didn't feel good, you know? And so I feel like it's also recognizing, like, tuning into your body when you do eat the food that don't, the foods that don't have all the nutrition and whole foods, you know, you're eating more of the processed food. Like how, how does it make you feel? And I think it will kind of help like shifting that mindset to like, oh my gosh, when I do eat the right food, like the proteins and all that, wow, I have so much more energy. I'm, you know, moving through my workouts and stuff. So that's kind of like my advice, but I will throw it out there. I struggle with this too. I think it's just great that you're aware of it and just constantly like working on it, like shifting it struggling to talk today so i apologize for that um this comes from tiff x and y uh 17 how did you feel mentally back then versus now what advice can you give to tired exhausted moms okay being a tired exhausted mom is real i like so i was a stay-at-home mom with just my Like my only son was four and a half when I had my second son. So he was an only child for four and a half years and I was home with him, you know, doing all the things like stay at home moms do. And let me tell you, that was the hardest job of my life. Um, And whether you're a working mom or, you know, everything in between, like we are tired and we are exhausted because our jobs do not stop. So Real quick, I wanted to interrupt this episode to tell you about Anna Louisa Jewelry. So I am very picky about my jewelry. I like dainty gold jewelry. Right now I'm wearing Anna Louisa's necklaces. I have their earrings in. I also have a ring that I'm wearing right now. But Anna Luisa, their jewelry is very high quality. It's 100% water neutral and carbon neutral, so they do great things for the planet. They have jewelry like earrings, necklaces, rings, bracelets, and now you can get 25% off with my code AllieK if you go to shop.analuisa, A-N-A-L-U-I, sa.com forward slash Ally K for 25% off. Their jewelry starts at $39, so very affordable. And every Friday, a new collection is released. So there is always something to shop. They even have tabs where you can see gift options for holiday gifts, wedding gifts, baby shower gift recommendations, gifts of love. They really have it all. So go to shop.analuisa.com forward slash Allie K and receive 
25% off. So I think with that being said, prioritizing you first is like what will fuel you. And I think that's the biggest shift in my mentality then versus now is that I recognize when I am prioritizing me, which I don't know why, like society thinks that's selfish of a mom. Like we're being selfless in today's society is like this amazing thing. Like if someone says, oh my gosh, you're so selfless, like that's that's like admired, but that's literally being without yourself. And that's not I don't know. Being selfless means literally being without yourself. Like think about that. You that's not a good thing. So I think having that mentality of prioritizing you, prioritizing your mental and physical health by getting those workouts in, you know, taking that time for yourself for self-care is what's going to give you the energy to, you know, love your children and give your best to your children and your partner and your job and whatever it is. But if you're not taking care of you, then how can you take care of other people and your responsibilities in your life? So that's really the difference between my mentality is that I've recognized that I need to prioritize me. I need to prioritize my mental and physical health and really work on myself. And then that's really going to give me the energy to take care of my business in life, you know, my business. So keep that in mind. And I will say when I work out first thing in the morning, I am energized for the day. So that's definitely helpful. Um, try it, try moving your body. Even if you don't move, you've, you're not moving your body at all. Just try five minutes and build up with that, but prioritize it. I'm like, seriously cannot talk, but yeah. That's the difference between my mentality then and now. All right. The next question comes from Kels underscore K. How are you now with your tummy tuck? You mentioned at first you kind of regretted it. Yeah. So I kind of feel the same way. It's been since May since I've had my surgery. And the thing with my tummy tuck is that it was like a quick decision. So I don't think I researched it a lot. And the downside of it is like my stretch marks are more, um, noticeable because they pull, you know, the skin down that sticks out more, which fine. It's kind of like I traded in noticeable stretch marks for loose skin. So I can deal with that. It pulled my belly button down. So now I have like a weird belly button on top from pregnancy and like a long belly button. But again, it's like, I can live with that. But the biggest thing, that bothers me is the bloat that I'm experiencing. It's like now I have a smaller pocket. Like I've always dealt with bloat. Um, but I think because they pulled everything down and it's kind of like a smaller area, it's like this like balloon of bloat. Um, and it's very uncomfortable. A lot of people have recommended, you know, go get that lymphatic massage. And I have not gotten one yet. And I really think that's like my 2022 resolution in January is to start doing more of like the self-care for me, like lymphatic drainage and acupuncture and all those kind of things. So I am going to start doing those massages to see if that will help. But yeah, it's this bloat that's so uncomfortable that I really wish I didn't have. And it's because of the tummy tuck. So that's where I'm at with that. 
I've started jogging for 30 minutes every day. I want to start toning. Should I join a gym? So to rephrase that question, do you need to join a gym in order to tone up? No. A majority of my journey, like the initial weight loss journey and all that was out of my house. You know, I had dumbbells, I ran outside and I had the Peloton bike. Do you need the Peloton bike? No, not at all. But you can definitely accomplish what you want to accomplish at your house. The pros with the gym is that I feel like for me, at least it's easier to get like a routine going with working out when you go to the gym, like when you leave your house and actually go to the gym. Um, I feel like I'm more just motivated when I go to the gym. I feel like at my house, I've kind of like keep putting it off and stuff. So that's kind of a pro about the gym. Also, the gym has so much equipment. The gym can also be a little intimidating. I still get intimidated when I go to the gym. So there's definitely pros and cons. Um, But do I think it's like a must in order to tone? No. I will say that lifting heavier helps with toning. Um, If you are frustrated, let's say you are on this journey to lose weight and your body fat is a certain percentage and you're lifting weights, focusing on toning, and you're not necessarily seeing results. I just learned how you have to have a certain like body fat to see the muscle, but you could, but you're still building that muscle. So you can keep losing body fat. And then once you lose a certain percentage, you will see all the muscle that you are building. So I think weightlifting is really important. I wish I did more of that in the beginning of my weight loss journey rather than just focusing on running. It kind of came after. But if you're not seeing results right away, don't get frustrated. Understand you are building those muscles. You know, you are making a difference in your muscles. It just kind of has to do with um, body fat percentage. And that will come. That will lower as time goes. So yeah. Do you need to join a gym? No, not at all. There's definitely pros and cons. Um, so it's kind of, it's definitely up to you, but no. All right. Last question is from Menezi again. Sorry if I mispronounce your name, but she asked staying healthy and motivated during the holidays. So I do have a podcast episode on this. I think it was the previous one. But my biggest thing back to like what I was saying in the beginning of this episode is keep some type of structure and routine. You know, if you're off from work or you're home with your kids, like rather than sleeping in every day, wake up consistently at the same time. Keep that structure. Really prioritize moving your body. I mean, it's going to happen where you're going to parties and, you know, there's more cookies around us and cakes and treats and, you know, don't beat yourself up about that stuff. Like, live your life. But with that being said, go move your body. Like, keep that structure. Keep that routine. If you are going to do anything during the holidays, I would just recommend taking time for yourself to go outside for a walk, a jog, go to the gym, do a workout in your family room, but just stick with moving your body strictly for your mental and your physical health. 
All right, and quick update about my whole alcohol-free journey. I have made it over 113 days, I think. Today's 113 or 114. I gotta check the app, but that's still going. I will say dinners are getting easier. Like we just went out with some friends last night and you know, there's no shame in ordering my sparkling water and my wine glass with my lime. Like I just, I'm enjoying not drinking and not feeling like, oh my gosh, I wish I had a drink during dinner and stuff. Because let me tell you, this morning my kids woke up early. I was home all day trying to balance like working with them and, you know, being a mom and all the things after a late night because we did not get home until like 1130, which is late in my book. But I'm like, I woke up this morning. I'm like, thank God I'm not hungover. Because if I was hungover right now, I, I wouldn't be able to do this and it would be a really hard day and that's not the case so that's still like my motivation that just makes it easier and easier you know waking up feeling so good so that's still going strong january 3rd i do have a two-week sober challenge on way better so the link is in the notes it's actually on my instagram too come join us for two weeks you'll be in a group with other people there'll be mocktail recipes behavior replacement. So if you're someone that comes home at 5 p.m. and you usually pour yourself a glass of wine, we'll have like lists of other things that you can do because it's kind of just like rewiring your brain to learn to do something new in order to de-stress and relax, you know? So come join that. That's for two weeks. If you're someone who just wants to reset after the holidays, you know, holidays are definitely the time to drink. It's a good way to just start 2022 fresh. Take a break from alcohol for two weeks, kind of evaluate how you feel and then go from there. So that's happening January 3rd. You can always check me out on Instagram and TikTok at Alexandra Will. And you can visit my site at investyourbestwithallyk.com and I will see you guys next week.